This is an Alert USA Threat Journal Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, March 7, 2020. This week in security news, on 11 occasions this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding safety and security matters. All of these alerts dealt with the expanding domestic and international public health crisis caused by the COVID-19 coronavirus. Most important for this report, starting last Saturday, shortly after our last weekly update was issued, the U.S. State Department announced Level 4 Do Not Travel advisories for areas of Italy and South Korea due to coronavirus activity. With respect to Italy, the State Department urges avoiding all travel to the Lombardy region, which includes Milan, and the Veneto region, which includes Venice, due to the level of community transmission of the virus and the imposition of local quarantine procedures. With respect to South Korea, the State Department urges avoiding the area around and including the city of Daegu, again due to the level of community transmission of the virus, as well as local quarantine procedures. As a reminder, the remainder of Italy and South Korea are under Level 3 advisories, which urges American citizens to just reconsider travel to the country entirely. On Monday, the mayor of San Antonio, Texas, declared a public health emergency and banned current and former coronavirus evacuees quarantined at Joint Base San Antonio-Lackland after an individual who twice tested negative for the virus was released into the city and was later found to have tested positive. This individual spent more than 12 hours in public where she checked into a hotel before visiting North Star Mall where she sat for a meal in a food court. The mall was subsequently closed for 24 hours while it was cleaned and disinfected. Under Texas state law, the mayor of a municipality may control who comes in or out of a disaster area. On Thursday, California Governor Gavin Newsom barred the Grand Princess cruise ship from docking in San Francisco until passengers and crew could be tested for the coronavirus. The move came after a 71-year-old man who had been on the ship's previous cruise died of COVID-19. Health authorities later disclosed that at least nine other people who were on the same excursion were also found to be infected, and some passengers from that trip stayed aboard for the current voyage. Friday evening, Alert USA subscribers were informed of an announcement by Vice President Mike Pence, who heads the President's Coronavirus Task Force, that a portion of the 3,500 passengers aboard the cruise ship were tested and 21 including 19 crew members and two passengers, were also found to be infected. Vice President Pence further indicated that the cruise ship would proceed to an unspecified non-commercial dock where the passengers would disembark and at least a portion transferred to quarantine facilities. Also on Friday, Alert USA subscribers were informed that the Department of Defense was deploying a 160-soldier crisis response force to San Ysidro, California, as well as El Paso, Texas, to erect temporary barriers at ports of entry, as well as to provide force protection to Custom and Border Protection agents. According to CBP, the deployment is necessary in case a federal appeals court nixes a Trump administration policy known as Remain in Mexico, which could result in large groups attempting to forcibly enter the United States as well as due to coronavirus containment concerns. Once again, Alert USA strongly encourages listeners to use the totality of U.S. and foreign government actions in response to this global public health crisis as your cue to prepare yourself, your family, and any business interests for the possibility that the virus has a greater impact here in North America. The Department of Health and Human Services, the Centers for Disease Control, and the National Institutes of Health all warn that we are only witnessing the tip of the iceberg in that more cases of the coronavirus will be appearing across the United States, especially now that we have accurate testing capabilities being deployed to state and local labs nationwide. To further drive home the seriousness of the need to prepare, 
consider the following quote made Friday by Dr. Richard Hatchett, CEO of the Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness Innovations, during an interview with Britain's Channel 4 News. Prior to this position, Dr. Hatchett served as Deputy Director and Chief Medical Officer at the Biomedical Advanced Research and Development Authority at the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Here's Dr. Hatchett. I've been working on epidemic preparedness for about 20 years and uh, completely dispassionately without, without elevating the temperature or speaking hyperbolically. Um, this is the most frightening disease I've ever encountered in my career, and that includes Ebola, it includes MERS, it includes SARS. And it's frightening because of the combination of infectiousness and a lethality that is, appears to be many-fold higher than flu. You can find much more in this story, including the full interview with Dr. Hatchett, as well as links to personal, family, and business pandemic preparedness planning resources in the latest issue of the Threat Journal newsletter. If you're not already a subscriber, visit ThreatJournal.com and sign up today. The publication is free and will remain that way. AlertUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment, as well as remains in regular contact with federal and state partners regarding the rapidly evolving situation with the coronavirus and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings, and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. Alert USA cautions listeners that, in addition to the rapidly evolving situation with the coronavirus, the U.S. still faces significant threats from Iran and its proxies in retaliation for the killing of Quds Force Commander Qasem Soleimani. In addition, numerous Islamic State media groups continue their online propaganda campaigns, threatening reprisal attacks for the killing of their leader, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, as well as their efforts to inspire individuals to take action on their own. Adding to this list are new threats emerging from a variety of sources across the world of radical Islam in response to the new proposed Middle East peace plan. As AlertUSA subscribers are regularly reminded, transnational terrorist organizations, including the Islamic State and Al-Qaeda, continue to urge recruits and followers to adopt easy-to-use tools to target public places and events. Specific tactics have included the use of vehicle ramming, small arms, edged weapons, homemade explosives, and poisons or toxins. Some terrorist groups overseas are using battlefield experiences to pursue new technologies and tactics, such as unmanned aerial systems and chemical agents that could be used outside of conflict zones. Many of these technologies are readily available. Additionally, terrorists continue to target commercial aviation and air cargo, including with concealed explosives. Caution and vigilance are urged. In travel security news, listeners are reminded that a U.S. government-issued worldwide caution for American citizens is in effect, warning of the continuing threat of terrorism, political violence, and criminal activity globally. Additionally, the Department of Health and Human Services has declared a national public health emergency concerning the evolving threat posed by the 2019 novel coronavirus. While current travel restrictions and quarantine measures are in place for all foreign nationals as well as legal U.S. citizens with a recent travel history to China, logic would dictate that these measures will be expanded to include other nations and regions as the virus continues to spread. As a result, if you are planning travel abroad, regardless of the destination, AlertUSA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website as well as that of the CDC for safety, security, and health considerations about your destination. In addition to U.S. government travel guidance, AlertUSA also recommends taking a few minutes to visit the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and British governments to see the travel guidance that those nations are providing to their citizens as threats, assessments, and travel restrictions can and do vary. This has been an AlertUSA Threat Journal Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, March 7, 2020.